Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. Bald Neville here. Remember that one anyway. Last time I sat in this very chair and delivered a list to you, we were talking about the wrestlers who looked at the current situation in WWE, saw Vince McMahon was gone and that Triple H was in as head of creative and thought, hmm, my days may well be numbered when it comes to getting a push. Well, today... We're flipping it around. We're doing it the opposite. We are looking at the wrestlers in WWE and WWE adjacent who look at the current landscape, see their prospects of a push going through the roof, and at the end of the day are probably quite happy that Vince McMahon isn't there anymore. So let's crack into it. I'm Andy for What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 WWE wrestlers hyped that Vince McMahon is gone. Number 10, Mustafa Ali. Ali was so fed up of life under the previous regime that he actually tried to engineer a public exit from WWE back in January when he revealed on social media that he was requesting his release. Now, Vince McMahon ultimately turned this down, even though over the years he had shown he was never going to push Ali to a level that his talent perhaps warranted. And it's kind of a crazy situation when you really think about it, because if you're never going to push a guy, why would you keep him around and you always circle back to the same old thing that being well he could be an asset somewhere else so I'm gonna keep hold of him well Vince is gone now and so too is the biggest barrier to Ali getting a push in WWE and you know he is one of these wrestlers on the roster who doesn't necessarily fit Vince McMahon's crazy, outdated 1980s vision of what a pro wrestler needs to be. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he more than makes up for that, and he's in line with wrestling's evolution. Uh, he's a tremendous athlete, a fantastic wrestler across the board, in fact. He's also a really underrated promo and character guy. Remember those gritty vignettes he was doing on SmackDown a few years ago? Remember his rise in popularity just before Kofi Mania really took off as well? Mustafa Ali is fantastic. He's a great wrestler across the board. He eventually came back to WWE when they wouldn't give him his release and I'm willing to bet he's a lot happier there now that Triple H is the one penning his material. Number 9, Kevin Owens. I reckon Kevin Owens is probably quite happy regardless of who is writing his material. But that being said, I think that the change from Triple H coming in and taking over from Vince is going to benefit him immensely and ultimately probably lead to a more satisfied Kevin Owens. This is a guy who's always going to be on TV because he's just great at lifting every single thing he's doing up. It doesn't matter if he's in the main event scene or working an undercard program with bloody Ezekiel. Kevin Owens is going to make it watchable. That being said, as 
long as Vince McMahon kept that prize fighter persona, Kevin Owens' best persona on ice, he was throwing money down the toilet. Now, it looks like Triple H is bringing that back. He killed Ezekiel on this week's episode of Raw as I record here and now. A complete squash, just apron powerbomb, stretcher job, the lot. It appears that the prize fighter is coming back. It appears that Kevin Owens is going to have a bigger role to play going forward. And yes, he does a great job on the undercard whenever he's tasked with being there. But he's capable of so much more. And I think we're going to see great things for him going forward. Number eight, Ricochet. Ricochet kind of flirted with the idea of main roster success under Vince McMahon earlier this year when he became Intercontinental Champion amidst reports that he was seen internally as SmackDown's number two babyface. However, it was quite clear within a few weeks that this ultimately meant nothing. By the time Gunter replaced him as Intercontinental Champion, Ricochet had already become an afterthought. It's an all too familiar story for a guy who on the main roster was never going to be anything more than he currently is. Is. Vince McMahon was never going to push this bloke as what he is. That's a generational best of this era high flyer. The guy is capable of feats that human beings simply should not be able to do in a wrestling ring. Vince McMahon, it seems, didn't want to make the most of that. Triple H did make the most of that in NXT. And last week, SmackDown, with that lengthy victory over Baron Corbin, a happy Corbin, sorry, suggests that more big moments are on the cards for this wonderfully talented man who, for the longest time, hasn't been able to show it. Number seven, T-Bar. This guy has been just doing nothing for so long, or doing bad stuff, retribution, for so long that it's easy to forget he's really great. Like, one of the best big men of his generation. He fits the bill as one of these modern, hyper-athletic big guys who's like six foot seven tall, but is still capable of moving around like a cruiserweight. I mean, that's kind of a cliche now. This style of larger wrestler is pretty commonplace, but he's one of the absolute best at it. And in NXT, he got to show it when Triple H wisely reprised his fantastic indie rivalry with Keith Lee in NXT and it was great stuff every single time. I know they wrestled each other a lot, but I mean, it's just a winning formula. Um, currently, he's only wrestled two matches on Raw in 2022. One of them was a battle royal, the other was a 40 second squash to Almas. T-Bar is capable of a lot more. Make him Dominic Dijakovic again, man. Get rid of this stupid gimmick. He is the final remaining trace of the retribution failure we have left in WWE. Get rid of that and do something cool with him. Number six, Karrion Cross. Yeah, it's safe to say that this guy wouldn't be back in WWE if it wasn't for Triple H. I mean, look at his last main roster run. Awful, right? They got rid of Scarlet. They changed his entrance. They dressed him up like a, a just a bondage guy crossed with demolition, crossed with Quang or something. It was a bad time across the board. He lost his first match to Jeff Hardy. It was a write-off until he got released. And, you know, terrible, 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 terrible. According to reporting as well, Karrion Cross was so just annoyed with how that had gone that when it came to taking indie bookings after all of this he was like hey yeah I mean sure I'll do your show pal but uh, Scarlet's got to be here and you got to present me not like a dork well he's back now and he is a huge Triple H guy even before he got started on NXT TV there was talk that Triple H wanted to fast track him all the way 
to the top. We're seeing it now. He's being positioned opposite Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Karrion Cross is going to have a hell of a time. Will he get over as a credible main roster monster? Well, time will tell on that one. But personally, I think he's going to be a lot happier. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number five, Akira Tozawa. Here's the thing about Akira Tozawa's WWE gimmick. It's f***ing racist. And it's been going on for like two years now. You can imagine Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard, the old boys club who ran this show for so long, sitting there going, oh, pal, oh, yes, hilarious. Let's make the Japanese guy a ninja. And then do it for two whole years. It's absurd. It's absurd to me that anyone can look at Akira Tozawa and what he is and what he brought to the table in Dragon Gate and in the on 205 Live in the Cruiserweight Classic and go, you know what that guy needs? You know what this generational, fantastic, brilliant, charismatic, personality-packed babyface needs? A gimmick. It's inconceivable. And Triple H, who almost certainly would have played a role in Akira coming to WWE in the first place, yet he would be very wise to get rid of this gimmick. Just push Tozawa as a babyface, an underdog babyface in this land of the giants. It's a natural fit. He was so great at it in Dragon Gates. Just get rid of this gimmick, man. It, 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 it's 22. What are we doing here? It's garbage. Number four, Johnny Gargano. So Gargano isn't back in WWE yet at the time of recording, but it does feel like a ticking clock at the moment. In fact, the moment the Triple H was announced as head of creative in the company, I think the odds of Johnny coming back went through the damn roof. Now, I the situation here is relatively straightforward, right? Gargano left WWE in December 2021. 
It's very possible, and this is just me speculating, that in his head, he was looking at the main roster and going, yeah, by Vince's standards, I'm an undersized guy. Uh, I might have a good month here and there, but for the most part, I'm not going to be pushed, and I'm probably going to end up jobbing out somewhere to someone twice my size. Now, under Triple H, there's a hope that he might actually be pushed based on the things he is good at. That's what pro wrestling is supposed to be. You hide the weaknesses and you highlight the strengths. Gargano is a fantastic wrestler between the ropes. He is a great rangy TV character. He's also a Triple H guy. So I think it's only a matter of time before he's back in WWE personally. And I think as well, he's going to do great. Number three, Shayna Baszler. This is one we're already seeing kind of the fruits of. Shayna Baszler is the number one contender to the SmackDown Women's Championship. She's going to face Liv Morgan at Clash at the Castle. It's uh, it's good stuff. She won that gauntlet match the other week. And here we go. Here we go. It's a refreshing turn for a wrestler that Vince McMahon never really got. Despite carrying this like, just real-life menace from her MMA uh, career and the credibility that brings. And being you know, just a really nasty, awesome heel pro wrestler with great chops between the ropes Vince didn't know what to do with her uh, even when he heated her back up by having her dominate Elimination Chamber he still messed it up so it was never going to happen for Shayna as a single star in WWE under Vince you got to imagine that under Triple H who booked her so well in NXT she's a lot happier and a lot more optimistic about where her career is going in the future Number 2 Champa. So the future for Champa on the main roster under Vince McMahon long term would have gone like this. Uh, the Miz storyline would have elapsed. They would have split up probably about two or three months down the line now. Uh, they would have feuded. Champa might have won, but within four or five weeks, he'd be on main event and you would rarely see him on Raw ever again because Vince McMahon saw this guy, I think, as nothing other than a henchman. Just this little goon who can be bossed around by The Miz, who's doing this sports entertainment stuff. You know what The Miz is at this stage. I mean, he's very good at what he does, but it's not necessarily the same things that Champa is good at. The last few weeks of Raw have told us that Champa's going to be something of a centerpiece on Raw. I reckon he probably looks at that and goes, hey, there's actually a pathway to the main event scene here, or the upper mid-card scene, whatever he's going to be. Before, he would have been the Miz's comedy lackey, or whatever, and then just a jobber. So, big improvement. And at number one, Sasha Banks. If Vince McMahon stays with WWE, I don't think there's a hope in hell that Sasha Banks ever comes back to WWE. I think that change in regime, which has flipped the reporting from Sasha Banks is either released or trying to get her released to it's only a matter of time before Sasha Banks and Naomi come back. This is this is Triple H. She's the reason for this as much as Vince's departure is. I mean, it was an argument or a creative disagreement with Vince McMahon that led to Sasha and Naomi just getting to the point where they felt they needed to walk out of Raw in the first place. And then, of course, there's Johnny Ace, who, whose desk they left the women's tag team titles on. You know, if Triple H can indeed bring them back, and I believe he will, I think it's only a matter of time, then we're in... We just have another bit of proof, don't we, of the detriment that Vince had become to his own company. What a colossal talent relations victory that would be for Paul Levesque. I mean... Johnny Ace was the last guy in that role, but he was only ever a fall guy for Vince. He was there to take the plaque. The truth of the matter is that if Vince is still the guy making the decisions at the very top of the pile, and he's driven these people to make this decision and basically put their wrestling careers on the line, then yeah, that's a problem. 
But I'm looking forward to seeing them back. Sasha in particular, I think she's one of the best wrestlers in North America, in the world, whatever, whatever. I love Naomi too as well. But we've used Sasha here because she was rumored to have departed. Now she might be coming back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.